0: So, Parth, uh, what have you consumed most recently?
1: I recently had a thin, thin slice of pumpkin pie.
0: Oh, is this dessert for uh, from a dinner? Or did you have this independently?
1: I had this independently. I went to our previous discussion guest, Sophia's house, and... Sophia, um, but your friend. My friend. Um, and she had... Her parents had bought... A humongous pumpkin pie from Costco, of which they'd managed to devour half of.
0: Oh I mean, well, I guess it's from Costco, so naturally Yeah, humongous. I just think
1: this is Costco wholesale we're talking about. So, but like you know, the
0: approximate mean.
1: diameter. Um, uh, like, like was it big? A foot and a half.
0: Jeez Louise! I know it's a big, it's a big fucking pie, and, and you decided to have just but a thin slice of that. I wasn't that hungry. Is pumpkin your favorite kind of pie? No, apple. Oh, Parth. You're, um, we're, we're birds of a feather. Apple is my favorite also. Birds have you of ever a feather? P-
1: birds of prey?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a good transition for our movie of the day. Birds of Wait, prey. Wait, no, you need to... What have you eaten? You didn't tell yeah. me. Yeah, I, I, no, I wasn't ready to move on. Um, I just had un burrito um, from... I'm that in... sounded
1: exotic. What was that? Was that French? Uh, oh, Japanese?
0: let me tra- let me let me translate Um, a burrito. Um. Oh, okay. I'm in uh, Ogden, Utah, and I thought I would test out the the, uh, the Hispanic cuisine from uh, this region of the country. You just said that with an Italian accent. Um. Okay. Uh, ready for the show?
1: Yeah, let's let's cue the intro. Welcome back to Craft Services, where we talk about movies. Each week we discuss a different film, and we hopefully have an interview with a crew member of that film to talk with us about their experience. We had evan schiff editor come in to talk with us about his work on birds of prey
0: what a delightful man
1: you should check that episode out um it's our last episode it's a pretty good one and trent i'm just gonna jump right in and give a synopsis of this movie if that's yeah, all right please with
0: you. do i've been patiently waiting
1: after splitting with the Joker, Harley Quinn joins superheroes Black Canary, Huntress, and Renee Montoya to save a young
0: girl from an evil crime lord. Also known as the Black Mask. And they didn't mention the little girl. What's her name? Um, uh, fuck. Brain Blast Perth. Cassandra <sighs> Kane. Boom. Yep. You got it. First try.
1: Well, Trent, do you want to know the budget for this movie? Tell me. Well, I will have you know it was it costed anywhere from 82 to 100 million dollars.
0: Just uh somewhere somewhere in that range. Yeah. Even even those responsible don't really know. I
1: but, think I think it's because of tax credits and things like that. So like it might have cost 100 million. I thought it, I thought it was because of advertising. Million. Advertising isn't included. Um, oh,
0: and don't they say that advertising is like half of the budget? It's they generally are...
1: twice. Whatever the, if for a big blockbuster movie, generally whatever it costs to make is how much it costs to advertise.
0: Ouch. And if that were the case here, which I doubt it was because there was like relatively limited advertising, then that would mean they either barely broke even or lost money. Um, what did it what did it what did it end up making at the box office trent tell me 201.9 million dollars from people paying money to see the movie it, i th-
1: i think it's worth noting that this was one of the last movies to have a theatrical release before everything the corona down. times part of fun yeah. fact
0: this was the last movie i saw in theaters
1: this in was the last 40s. movie i saw in theaters
0: did you see it at the ru cinema on records, i Campers did in Brunswick?
1: <gasps> i did i saw it with my friend sophia
0: yeah no your friend um yeah we have so much in common um you also
1: are friends with sophia
0: yep we have an equally important relationship to her moving on um let's share the production history kathy yan the director um she was the first uh asian person the first female asian person to direct a superhero film um I, then I that got me thinking, what other Asian people have directed superhero films? And then Ang Lee came to mind, and I'm not sure if there are any other examples, but he'd made the Hulk movie, right?
1: Which everybody loved.
0: Part that's funny you say that because it's like kinda like universally like despised. So is that like ironic? Moving on okay um the penguin was intended to appear in the script at one point but was dropped to preserve his DC extended universe debut in the batman with robert pattinson do you know when that's coming out
1: supposedly october of next year but i mean we'll see they already had to shut down they started production um like a week ago or two weeks ago and had to shut down because robert pattinson got covid
0: damn what how much of the shooting had they completed uh prior to
1: i'm not 100 percent sure but i think something like anywhere between a third and a half
0: well obviously enough to cut together a trailer yeah
1: um
0: i think it started in
1: march ish
0: so are wait, you no saying...
1: it def wait no it definitely didn't because that's when i had to shut have down. Been before yeah no never mind but yeah, it's it's scheduled it's scheduled to come out October like a Halloweenish release date. Well,
0: anyways, Barbara Gordon slash Batgirl, um, a founding member of the team in the comics, was removed from Birds of Prey due to her upcoming standalone film, which I didn't even know existed until I read this Wikipedia information. But the screenplay is written by the same person who did Birds of Prey, Christina Hodson. Um, Joss
1: Whedon um, was originally supposed to do a Batman movie or a Batgirl movie like, write and direct it, then he bowed out of production, and then, I guess, Birds of, Birds of Prey got good enough reviews that they put Christina Hodson on it, which I much prefer.
0: Cinematographer Matthew LeBoutique, um, he did the he he was the DP for this film, um, and most notably, he has done every Darren Aronofsky film um, since 1998 through his through Mother, his most recent release. And he also shot uh, Bradley Cooper's directorial debut, A Star Is Born, um,
1: and Iron Man.
0: Really, like the 2008 one? Hmm. Oh well, Wikipedia failed to mention that, so blame uh, whoever uh, whoever wrote the article. Um, Screw you, the-
1: Mister Wikipedia.
0: Or Mrs. Wikipedia, or Miss Wikipedia. Uh, we don't apologies. Know. The working title for this film was Fox Force Five. Do you know where that's from, Parth? I'm sure you do. You're a smart Is that gamer.
1: a Pulp Fiction reference? It's a Pulp Fiction
0: reference. Yeah. Um. Do you know the thing about um Fox Force Five, like being like the like a vague description of Kill Bill and how people? Are yeah, like, Oh, intertwines the universe. Yeah. Um. The
1: TCU, the Tarantino. Cinematic universe.
0: Chad Sahelski of the John Wick fame served as a second unit director for reshoots, his company 8711 having already been involved in the d- development of the action scenes. Um, more news Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn will appear in The Suicide Squad, set to release in September 2021, directed by James Gunn, and I was surprised to find out that Idris Elba and John Cena are in it. Um, and Kathy Yan said that she would be interested in directing a sequel that would explore Harley Quinn's relationship with Poison Ivy. Um, All of this was surprising to me, especially... um, Did you see the 2016 Suicide Squad?
1: It fucking
0: sucked. Yep, well put. Um, But the best part of it was probably Margot Robbie, and uh, they really ran with it. Um, Yep. She's their
1: cash cow right now.
0: Or like Will Smith was good too, but he uh, he.
1: I think he everybody was well cast. It was just lots of behind the scenes problems.
0: Oh, in that uh, movie. I I thought the script wasn't excellent, but are there behind the scenes problems? I don't know about.
1: Um, basically, Batman versus Superman got a bad rap for being too dark and whatnot. So then they, if you look at the first Suicide Squad trailer, it's a really dark trailer, and um. A the movie was really being rushed into production. David Ayer, the writer director, only had six weeks to write the script. Um, That's
0: madness.
1: Yeah, and then on top of that, while they were shooting, there was basically a mandate by Warner Brothers for reshoots to make the movie more funny and more like light- lighthearted and whatnot. Then they basically had a trailer. There's a there's a trailer of Suicide Squad with that's set to bohemian rhapsody that got pretty good reviews like a good reaction so warner brothers had the normal people editing it and then also hired the trailer company to edit a version of the movie and then basically it's some it battled it out and whatnot so the movie is like a frankenstein's monster of the original intent which was already rushed
0: and from studio interference
1: yeah and i mean warner brothers wasn't doing like super hot i think they're they're do they're in a much better place right now um with their properties but wait uh, why
0: what has come out since that has boosted their morale
1: uh wonder woman um aquaman made a billion dollars um
0: that's absurd
1: they they've got a batman movie coming out they've got um wonder woman 2 coming out they have had shazam come out that was well they're reviewed. doing
0: just fine
1: so, so now they're doing fine, um, but There's yeah. Warner so Brothers that,
0: behind th- the suicide, suicide Squad, the soft reboot. Yeah,
1: all, 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 all DC movies are owned by Warner Brothers. They have the so license to it.
0: Are Are they gonna acknowledge? Because Margot Robbie's in in this one too. So is are they just like, oh wow, she's in, she's found another group of misfits, and they're gonna they're gonna battle a, a large presence and probably win.
1: It's, I mean, I'm okay with this. It's, it's supposed to be each filmmaker gets to do their own movie, and the continuity isn't something to really be worried about, which I'm in favor of, because I feel like a little, it'll lead to more interesting movies.
0: When I saw Suicide Squad in 2016, as you may remember, the ending scene is like the Joker like busting Harley Quinn out of jail, if my memory mm. doesn't deceive me, and That's I thought correct. that I thought that them two running around Gotham causing trouble would be the spinoff, but Jared Leto was poorly received, so I, yeah, I, I don't I don't think he was invited back.
1: No, he was not.
0: Um, um, on, on Rotten Tomatoes, the film holds an approval rating of seventy eight percent, and on Amazon, six percent of the reviews are one stars. That part is called the transition. Let's read some one-star reviews. Classic um, Trent, titled "Ugh," oh Hollywood, tisk tisk tisk. Once again, lately, that's redundant. Instead of working towards all humans being equal, part this one is about to be um, political. Brace yourself. This movie portrays men as idiots and women as superior. I mean, that could be true, but aren't we striving for equality? Question mark. Second one another dc flop in parentheses but in my opinion joker rocked was really hoping i'd have something nice to say but this is one of the worst movies i've seen in my in a very very long time just glad i didn't waste my money and time in theaters this guy instead bought the dvd and probably paid more for it but whatever cheaply made poor scripting and delivery can't be sets and costumes yeah i know it's the comics and a style but seriously nothing new or nice to say so i'm gonna follow my mom's advice and not say anything mean even though he just said like you know a bunch of mean stuff um titled do not watch this Parth, this is um i'm excited you ready Mm -hmm. it's about this person feels strongly worst movie i have ever seen I would rather have the coronavirus than watch this movie. Ouch! Ouch! Not a glowing review. <laughs> nope. Tell me about your initial feelings on on the film.
1: Well, um, I saw it. This again. This is the last movie I saw before theater shut down, and I ended up watching it on my own and I really enjoy this movie. I think it's messy in the first half. Um I agree that I don't, the
0: second half is better.
1: But but that seems to be a general consensus with the movie. Um I think it tries to be a little bit too clever for its own good. Um but I really enjoy it. I think it's a solid I think it's is it's a really solid directorial effort from kathy yan it's i'm really happy to see a superhero movie where it feels like a filmmaker is behind it um i like the action sequences a lot there's clearly a lot of effort and care put into them um and yeah solid movie not 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 like amazing holy shit best movie i've ever seen um but i don't think that's a fair thing to put onto that anyways
0: yeah, I had a I had a similar reaction. Um, I remember thinking as I was leaving the theater, um, I was like, "Well, that, like I'm I'm a content viewer. I paid seven dollars for my ticket, and boy oh boy, did I get my money's worth! That was that was ninety minutes of um, of, of an action movie, and I um, I I enjoyed it. Um, I, I I agree that its strengths." are in the action sequences, um, most notably like the, the roller skating car chase and, um, and, and the end sequence on the boardwalk and like the, the, the fight on amusement mile when, uh, when the ladies team up, but
1: yeah, I mean like to that, that sort of brings us with that, that goes into production design and uh, directorial, you know, whatever. It's uh I think it's a good looking movie. I think that again there's a lot of it feels like there's somebody behind the camera, which with a lot of these superhero movies I, it kind of feels like they can be on autopilot a little bit. Um and so I appreciate that there was a lot of care put into the production design, the the look of the movie, the way the camera moves, the way that it's edited. It felt very intentional.
0: i I agree with you that in watching other superhero or marvel movies it can often feel kind of like cookie cutter and in that it's like it's like objectively fine but not really exploratory in any way and so there's really just like there's no they're they're all kind of
1: shot and edited the
0: same way yeah nothing about them is is experimental it's a safe bet it's um but, yes, I, I think that this movie took more risks than most, um, especially in its structure, like, the, the, uh, the achronological-ness, um, and, like, the Harley Quinn basically narrating, like, the f- first half. Um, how, did, how did you feel about that, by the way?
1: Um, I was fine with it. I found Margot Robbie—I really like—Margot Robbie is my favorite actress— working right now um um i mean i don't
0: disagree i mean she um she she holds this movie on on her shoulders much like she did suicide squad and i think that she was going to be inseparable from that character moving forward
1: yeah and i think she's like just on her own really smart person in the business she's the one that really pushed for this movie yeah she was the producer she pushed she pushed for it to get an r rating um you can see she puts a lot of work into the physical aspects of the characters. And I think I think she's just awesome through and through. So I, having said that, I thought in Suicide Squad, she was a little annoying. Um, but in this movie, they managed to get the balance of annoying versus, you know, kind of heartfelt. Correct. Yeah,
0: I, I think in Suicide Squad, she was just supposed to be like, the, the zany the side sexy character.
1: crazy one
0: yes yes she was definitely objectified um but in this movie i think she functions well as the centerpiece surrounded by like other complimentary accessories
1: yeah and i was surprised i always thought harley quinn was a weird person to put as a standalone thing i mean i know she has her own comics but she always felt to me like
0: an extension of Mr. J. Like,
1: like, like a little bit of a side character. Um, but well, I'm happy being to... that she's
0: being being that she's only brought into an existence as you know, like the wife of, of a main character, making her a side character.
1: Yeah, but I mean, having said that, I think I was proven wrong. I think it's really, I think they do some interesting stuff. I really like how much it is about. I mean, it's not like so deep, but it is about getting out of an abusive relationship. And um, I, I like getting into the emotional headspace of Harley Quinn.
0: Yeah, um, I, I, I agree. She's um, uh, being able to explore the. I, I mean, there was really no that no one was front and center in Suicide Squad right
1: yeah no it, it was a it was much more of a team movie than this is this is the first two thirds this least, is harley much quinn the harley and Friends. movie yeah yeah which is um, why it was re retitled harley quinn birds of prey
0: i also think part of that is that people were going to the theaters and seeing birds of prey and being like no idea what that is since there's no ip mentioned and then um but when you go and you see ah a character from uh, the Batman universe, one a ticket please. Um, is is is
1: Dracula watching this movie?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, he yeah. I, I am
1: the Count. <laughs> <laughs> That's I like my
0: annotation. I like to count. Um, so so tell me what you thought about like the other members of of the gang. We got the Black Canary. Uh, We've got the Huntress, also known as the uh, the Crossbow Killer. And then you've got uh, Rosie Perez as um, the cop. And um, then there's... Uh,
1: Cassandra the... Kane.
0: Yeah, the s- small woman, also known as a girl, a child.
1: A child, yeah. Um, I like all of them except for the cop. I think she's just kind of boring. Yeah, she's um, got the least... By no fault of the, fight, the actress... Um, I think she's doing like a fine Rosie job Perez with what she's here
0: on the podcast. We like her, exactly. We
1: her. Please come on.
0: Um, <laughs> she, I mean, I,
1: I like genuinely. I think she does a good job with what she's given. It's just she's not given all that much. Um, it's just not written to be the most interesting thing. I think Huntress gets a lot of fun stuff. I think it was a wise decision to not make her feel like she's a badass to make her sort of insecure a little bit. I like that.
0: Yeah. It, uh... I agree that her best personality trait is that, like, she's awesome and, like, everyone knows it but her and so she's, like, super socially awkward. Um, And it felt like she was interacting with... I mean, it's kind of true, being that her family was, you know, massacred and then she was raised by, I don't know, like, fucking ninjas. uh, Or they were just, like, assassins. Who knows? Um, But she didn't have a lot of girl time and now seeing her thrown into the deep end of womenhood it's it's funny um and mary elizabeth winstead ramona flowers chef's kiss
1: speaking of mary elizabeth winstead her her partner ewan mcgregor plays black mask
0: wait they're they're uh, they're an item
1: not only not only are they an item um, are they man and wife they no um not yet at least but he was they they start in Season three of Fargo, um, and Ewan McGregor was married to a woman to a woman for like twenty plus years, and then divorced her for Mary Elizabeth
0: Winstead. Kind of like Noah Baumbach did with uh, with uh, Jennifer Jason Lee and and uh, and, Gre- and Greta Gerwig.
1: Hey, having said that, Ewan McGregor is pretty awesome in this movie as like the worst.
0: Oh, oh, you're saying for playing a bad person, he does it well?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, like, I I, I have always loved Ewan McGregor from Star Wars. He's down. Obi-Wan
0: I mean, goddamn Kenobi. Come on.
1: Exactly. I mean, he, he's a great actor, and everybody
0: knows that. But I've never seen him in anything besides Star Wars and this. He
1: is in a movie called Beginners, I believe is the titled, uh, title. Um, He's in a... Roman Polanski movie, which I haven't seen, touchy but it's supposed subject, to be pretty good. Marth. He uh-huh. did some bad <laughs> stuff. To some touchy children. subject, you say. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, no, I think everybody's well cast in the movie. Um, I think
0: it's, it's it's a fun movie. Um, well, yeah. One of something I was confused about. Please. So, I'm watching the movie this morning, and you know the part where Black Canary, uh, She's the singer. Um, she does a scream thing, and it's basically revealed she has a superpower. And I was like, okay, this is a superhero movie, so that's okay. But then I did some thinking. I was like, no one else in this movie has a superpower. And e- everyone oh, else shit, sh-
1: I never thought about that.
0: Isn't that kind of weird?
1: Yeah, that is kind of weird. I never even realized that.
0: <laughs> um. So... Yeah, um, another thing I noticed was that... Do you know how Gotham is a city? Mm-hmm. Gotham City. Um, the, the as, license, as it's known. The license plates in this movie just say Gotham. And... That, eh. Well,
1: know, I, um, well Go- Gotham City is within... Gotham um, State. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure.
0: Okay, fine. Yeah, I'll let you have this.
1: Or at least, I. I, I don't know if... I don't know. I, I know that there's a difference between Gotham and Gotham City as as a Batman fan. Um, but I'm, I'm going to sound really stupid if that's not true, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. Um, but yeah. Um, oh, well, speaking of Gotham City, I really like the way it portrays Gotham City. Um, I think I think a, a really cool part of this sort of d de- What's now become more of a decentralized cinematic universe is that each filmmaker pretty much gets their own chance to have their own take on the aesthetics of everything, and I really enjoyed this one.
0: Yeah, this this one's really colorful and nice, and there's a lot of, you know, colorful characters laying around. Um, this was the Black Mass first appearance in film, and I found it, I don't know, kind of odd just in the way that like none of the other super villains, I mean, minus the Joker are mentioned when the black mask for starters seems to be very off to the side being that it's taken him this long to even be, you know, included. But I i mean, I, I think you and McGregor did a great job, but I think I'm all right
1: with other villains not being mentioned. No, no 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 no, no, no,
0: no, no, no. I was just saying that the black mask as a character isn't oh know, yeah isn't as interesting as some of as some of the other i mean batman arguably has the best set of super super villains
1: i would say inarguably he has i don't know of any other character who has as many spin offs for their villains that are all
0: like pretty good i think the only comparison would be the spider-man villains um which yeah. don't have i, I just well, say like spider-man's of,
1: villains Spider-Man's villains are, like, generally, like, assholes that are just, like, robbing places, like, like, uh, Sandman just wants to rob a bank, you know, like...
0: No, I, I, I agree that the Batman characters are, like, I mean, the Batman universe is, is darker, um, and so they have, like, more, I don't know, like...
1: I think they have more interesting motivations and whatnot. I...
0: I concur, but I think if you go up to people on the street and you ask them to name like supervillains, um some of them would probably be from from Spider-Man.
1: Oh, 100 percent He he's definitely second in line. Yeah. Uh what do you think of the soundtrack?
0: Mhm. The only thing that really um stuck with me was barracuda playing during the fight sequence which i thought was well suited but most of it was just i don't know like remixed versions of of popular songs um, i found
1: it a little bit um much i i felt like there wasn't i don't know whether it was a studio mandated decision to have because they had X this amount soundtrack. Of popular songs yeah so i don't know if it was a mandate by warner brothers to have all those songs in the actual movie or if that was a stylistic choice but i felt like having every single action sequence being set to a song
0: yeah yeah was, was just a
1: bit much yeah I, like it, it gave me a little bit of a headache in theaters when i watched it I remember it was that. definitely
0: it certainly wasn't understated um no what did you think of uh, the cgi hyena
1: kind of wonky but i i don't mind it it's fine yourself
0: Uh, um yeah i mean no real complaints here it's definitely um what's the word it it like kind of makes sense as like a quirky sidekick to harley quinn like that 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 fits her character um But it was certainly CGI, and not only due to, um, you know, me having eyes. But I don't think hyenas have ever been used on a film set.
1: Yeah, there's no other hyenas, to my knowledge. But, I mean, I think that's pretty much all I have to say about this movie. But what do you think about, are you excited to see further adventures of these people?
0: I don't think we'll be hearing from, um, any of the side characters again, even though in the end, the only official Birds of Prey are Rosie Perez, the Huntress, and the Black Canary. So it's kind of funny, it's kind of ironic that the title doesn't even include the main character, you know? It'd be like, if... If in the Avengers movie, like, Iron Man wasn't a member of the Avengers. Yeah. I guess thus the rebranding.
1: I'm I'm excited for at least what Margot Robbie has in store, because I love James Gunn and all that he's done, pretty much, so, um, or at least directorially. Um, so I'm excited for her in The Suicide Squad and... I hope I really this movie underperformed, so I don't know what the future is, but I really hope Kathy Yan gets the chance to do another movie because she's really good at directing action sequences and she gets people that like actors that obviously put a lot of their own work into it. And it goes a long way,
0: I think. I agree with you on that, especially because my main objection to this film is that I think its story is spread too thin. Like, yes, um, I think it could have been like fifteen divided, minutes but, shorter. I, I think it's divided between too many characters, especially with them trying to give the origin story of the Huntress. But it's kind of like a weird imbalance because you're also introducing the Canary and uh, and Rosie Perez and the little girl, but, like, we're not talking about their background, and so it's, like, you have different tiers of how much we care about these different characters who are, like, all considered equals, um, but that makes me look forward to the potential of a Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy movie, because, one, like, a, like, I mean, Uma Thurman was the last person to play Poison Ivy and it was, you know, in the Joel Schumacher, um, Batman and Robin. And so it was pretty over the top and cartoonish, but I think a, I don't know, a more realistic depiction of that could be interesting, especially, um, like, because I was reading earlier that how Margot Robbie was talking about how Harley Quinn doesn't function like with a standalone movie, um. And she's best when surrounded by other characters and i think that that would work best as like a team-up movie you know
1: yes 100 percent. i agree
0: um so is it time to slap a label a rating even
1: i uh, i would say so
0: uh you have the floor sir
1: um i'd give this a 7.5 out of 10 solid movie it's 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 solid movie I think better than average superhero movie um, which is why it's not a seven out of ten and but like it's got a it's got a few it's a little too clunky at the beginning and like you said there's there's different sort of tiers of how developed certain characters are but they're all supposed to be the same team so there's like kind of a imbalance there but yeah, solid movie. Seven point five out of ten.
0: You want to know something I think that's worth mentioning that we haven't that we've completely ignored? Please. The like the animated opening. Um, oh yeah, I thought that was very um, suitable for like the the genre. Or, not. The I liked genre. it. I, I liked it too. The tone, thank you, and like the mood of the film. And I also thought it was a smart way to include the joker minus jared leto um
1: yeah and they showed like a classic like he's animated as though like he's the classic design of the joker too
0: yes um and also i'm just like so infatuated with like the different character designs of harley quinn i just think she has like some of the like the best outfits like even in the the cartoon opening how you know there's uh her, her her original design with like the, how do I describe it, um like the elaborate a red
1: and dra- black outfit,
0: yeah yeah with, with like the the, the spades and such, and then, you know when she's into the police station and she's, yeah yeah she, yeah, yeah, and and she's wearing like the hat and the scarf and and uh, the the black jacket like that is a. Uh, that's an allusion to an earlier design. And then her, like, her modern garb I very much enjoy also.
1: And now she uh, has a new outfit in the Suicide Squad, and it looks really good.
0: Um, describe it to me.
1: It's like a modernish tactical version of her, like, comic, or, I mean, it, she came from the animated show, but, um... It's it's like a modern take on that, but...
0: Wait, she was in the comics before she was in the animated show.
1: No. Barth, I I think you're wrong here. Trent, I'm again going to have to disagree with you. She was created by Paul Dini and um, Bruce Tim in Batman the Animated Series, and um, there, and then spawned off into her own comic stuff because of the popularity of the character for real i'm not kidding
0: (laughs) Uh, did you just read that or or did you just like recite that from memory
1: well i mean i knew that because um i'm a big fan of that show and i mean batman and spider-man are my two favorite superheroes which is nothing spectacular but like um so i've i i think batman has the largest amount of good adaptations in all mediums um and, yeah, the animated show, top-tier television, and she comes
0: from that. Um, uh, despite my equal shallowness, I have to agree with you on favorite uh, DC Marvel superheroes, respectively. Um, despite that being kind of a... Um, basic. A, a basic response. Um, but I will give this movie a 7, just for diversity. Um, largely... Due to the. I mean, maybe it deserves higher because I, like, actively avoid new Marvel releases, and I went out of my way to see this one because, um, Margo Robbie did. Join uh, me in the 7.5 gang. Alright, Parth. You talked me into it. 7.5. Um. Yeah, um, I I loved Margot Robbie in Suicide Squad, and I'm glad to see that she's carrying the torch even further, being that it seems like she will be uh, uh, continuing the character in one, if not two, movies. So no complaints there.
1: Yeah, so I, I guess that was it for Birds of Prey.
0: Also known as Harley Quinn and the Fantabulous Emancipation.
1: Well, it's it's Birds of Prey and or the or Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn or Harley Quinn colon Birds of Prey.
0: And here on, and which title do you prefer? Is I like the first. One. I I just
1: call it Birds of Prey. Yes, um,
0: being that that is applicable to both, but uh, I love long movie titles.
1: Yeah, it, it's quirky. It's funny. Sure.
0: Tell us. Uh... Tell us about the next episode. Do you do you know Our what the next it is?
1: episode? I I have some insider information. Um, you are
0: you are a co-host on this fucking program, Parth, you better. Yeah.
1: Um we have a very special special episode. We we in, since the release of Tenet, uh we decided we would talk about Christopher Nolan's um breakout film, Memento. And with us, we got to have the esteemed actor Stephen Tobolowsky talk with us. He was he played Sammy Jenkins in Memento,
0: and what a nice man! More importantly,
1: he was he was really fantastic, and I th- gave some of the craziest stories I've ever heard on this
0: podcast. Yeah, he told not one but two near-death experience stories. So um, if you want to hear someone talk about how they died, almost, tune in next week.
1: Alright, well, I guess that's it. See you guys.